this fifth Friday of Easter, let's pray with the reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This is my commandment, love one another as I love you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends, if you do what I command you. I no longer call you slaves, because a slave does not know what his master is doing. I have called you friends, because I have told you everything I have heard from my father. It was not you who chose me, but I who chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit that will remain, so that whatever you ask the father in my name, he may give you. This I command you, love one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Today's Word of God will resonate with Sundays. You might be thinking, it is the same Gospel. But no, it may seem so, but it isn't. As we have already said, the Word is a living organism, and because it is alive, it also develops, whether we consider it in the context when it was written, with the sense that the evangelists developed the texts, giving them their form, their content and their meaning, and so they continued to grow and evolve, or whether we consider it in its interpretation, since the Church and each one of us, those who listen, gradually understand and accept the teachings. Therefore the life of the Word of God also gradually grows and develops in our hearts. I don't want to bore you with this, but I think it's important to continue deepening our understanding, so as not to be superficial in listening, not to think that we already know everything, not to falter in the attempt to grow in our faith. We must never forget that the understanding and the effects of that understanding of the Word of God grow in our heart as a child does in their mother's womb, as we did, and that, of course, they continue to grow and develop throughout life in its different stages. Today, we could say, the commandment of love again, again the word love. Once again, Jesus asks us and commands us to love as he loves. It seems a lot. It seems impossible. It seems a utopia. I always remember when many years ago the call to be a priest had just awakened in me when I was still escaping a little from that call. One weekday I went to Mass and listened to this text. As it often happens to us when we go to Mass, after listening to the Gospel, or at least it happened to me, I remember that I prepared myself enthusiastically to listen to what the priest was going to say in the sermon. That used to happen to me at that time. Now that I'm on the other side, it doesn't happen to me so much. On the contrary, I think that many people expect something great from us, and one does not always manage to fulfill the expectations of those who listen. But well, that's another matter. 
one prepares, one prays, one sows, and says what one can, and what comes out. Then God does his work. In fact, we priests shouldn't preach to please, or to be congratulated, or to be admired. We preach the word of God. We announce what Jesus asked of us, because he chose us and not we him. But well, I think I went off topic. I wanted to say that as soon as the priest began to preach, he said the following, This is a utopia. This is impossible. I remember that it shocked me so much that I couldn't listen anymore. I remember that I became so disillusioned that it seemed to me that there was no point in listening. I said, if this is impossible, how is it possible that Jesus said that? If this is a utopia, what are we doing in the church? Time, the seminary, and the priesthood helped me not to judge so much and to know how to wait. Also, they taught me not to be so judgmental with priests, obviously, because today I'm on the other side, and because in fact, I realized that many times, the problem is that we don't know how to listen. I listened to a part, and I certainly didn't listen to the whole sermon. Many times, that happens to us. We listen to what we want to hear, and we don't listen to what follows, that is, what would help us to understand what we heard at the beginning. And this has to do with what we said at the beginning, that the world is a living organism. The heart is sensitive and causes the ears to close immediately, or, on the contrary, to open incredibly. That day my ears closed. Did that ever happen to you? You have to listen to everything. I advise you to do this. You have to listen to everything and learn to get the best out of it. What do I think that priest meant that day? I think he meant what Jesus says to us, but in a different way. Love one another because I love you as friends, even if you sometimes do not behave as friends. Love one another because I loved you first. Love one another because I gave you a dignity that no one can give you. Love one another, yes, it's true, I command you to do so, but I command you having loved, having given my life for love. This would be impossible and utopian if it had been asked of us by someone who hadn't loved us before. This would be madness if we thought that loving like this could come spontaneously from our heart. Only those who discover that there's someone who will always call them friend, no matter what happens, can love in this way. For Jesus we are all his friends, even his enemies. He gave his life for everyone, even for those who despised and despise him. Do we understand the difference? For Jesus we are his friends, even if we don't behave like friends. For Jesus there's no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends, that is, for everyone. We would give our lives only for those who consider us friends, for those we love as friends. To love with the love of Jesus is, for starters, 
not to treat anyone as an enemy, even if those who are enemies treat us as such. Because Jesus didn't regard as enemies those who treated him as one, but rather he treated them as friends, and the friends of my friend are my friends. We can only bear serious fruit in this life, fruit that will endure, if we recognize that for Jesus we will always be his friends, come what may, and if at the same time we begin to raise our eyes and stop seeing and creating enemies, even if they exist. This is possible, I assure you. It's not a utopia. It's pure and true Christianity. May we have a good day, and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever. <laughs>